Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. How are kids dealing with this? Because kids have questions, and kids interact. How do they treat each other, and what happens at school? How are the schools dealing with the issue? And there was a, it was a very interesting... Uh, story that I came across, and now I, oh God, yeah, it was the CBC. Um, no, once in a while they have a good story. Schools grapple with discussions about war between Israel and Hamas. And it's a very significant issue, because kids have to deal with each other in an environment that most of us who are beyond that age, we don't really remember, and you know how it goes. So how do kids handle this? And then of tremendous significance is how the school administrations deal with the issue and deal with the kids. And uh, we're joined by Dr. John Mitzmacher. He's the head of the Ottawa Jewish Community School. Uh, Dr. Mitzmacher, thank you very much for the time. How would you... Thank you for having me. Yeah. How would you describe the general attitude of, of kids. How aware are kids, and I, I guess it's age-dependent to a certain extent, how aware are kids of what's going on now, and how do you approach, as an educator, as, as the leader of the school, how do you approach dealing with them and, 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 and explaining to them, and getting them to understand and contribute to their, to their overall knowledge and peace of mind? Yeah. It's a delicate dance. Yeah. Uh, our our school is a is a Jewish school, so the children in our school are all Jewish. Um, it, uh, it certainly impacts almost every family in our school. We have a very significant Israeli population by proximity to the um, to the embassy in Ottawa. I think after the first couple of days, where there was quite a lot of shock, we then had the Friday where there was the call to jihad, a lot of anxiety. We've now reached this really interesting and uncomfortable place where it's a delicate dance. Every day we have to calibrate how much space this should occupy for our children. Too much space, we, went through, we run the risk of traumatizing, especially the younger kids. Not enough space, we don't give them an opportunity to honor their feelings, and it feels a little bit disrespectful. So every day we're having this constant conversation around what is exactly the right amount of space to give this. What ages are the children at your school? We have our school runs from junior kindergarten to grade eight, so from about four to thirteen. Okay, so that's a wide range. How do you um, how do you explain it to the younger kids where they saw the demonstrations at the uh, at the Israeli embassy and um, how, how do you explain young, it? To, yeah, how do you, the youngest kids are our primary responsibility is ensuring that they feel safe. <laughs> And, um, and I think safety for children consists of two different ideas. One is that we want them to be literally physically safe. And so we do all of the things by way of security that we need to do to keep them physically safe. But then they need to feel psychologically safe. And so, again, it's this delicate dance where we, we don't want to, we don't want to be naive, but we also don't want to scare them. So we want them to know that they're safe and that they're looked after and that they're cared for and that school is a place where they can come and be safe and, and do the things that kids are supposed to do in school. But many of them have parents and family members 
who they know are in Israel. Um, and again, it's challenging. It's age and stage, and every child responds differently. What about the uh, grade eight students? What what yeah. is their? How do they approach this? So there's our because our school ends in grade eight. The majority of our graduates are going to find themselves in a secular environment for high school, whether that's in the public board or a secular independent school. And so a lot of what's happening right now is preparing them for the kind of anti-Semitism and anti-Israel activity that we're seeing in the public schools and in our community at large. And so that is a function of wanting our students to be able to gain access to accurate information and for them to understand how to advocate. Um, but also for them to be safe, so that they find themselves in an uncomfortable position to, to know how to de-escalate or to find an adult. What are the questions they ask you? I mean, I'll tell you the saddest question I think I've ever been asked in my entire career. We did a, uh, we did a town hall of our middle school students. These are children in grades 6, 7, and 8. And we just sort of opened up the floor and asked children to sort of share what was on their minds. And a child raised his hand and said to me, Dr. Mitzmacher, um, what if at the end of this, there is no Israel? Um, you know, what happens to the Jewish people? What happens to us? It's the most heartbreaking question I think I probably ever have been asked, but it gives you a sense for, you know, for really what's on their mind. Sure does. Parental involvement. Tell us about that. Um, well, this is a time that really brings the entire community together. Obviously, parents are keenly interested in the safety of their children, so a lot of our time is spent communicating to parents um, with as much detail as is appropriate about sort of what we're doing to take care of their children in terms of their physical safety. But we're also organizing parent forums with therapists and counselors so that parents can get together and talk about how they're navigating this at home, how they watch the news, how to have these conversations with their children. We're also working with therapists in our community to um, to donate pro bono therapy hours for our Israeli faculty, because they are probably the ones who are suffering the most. Yeah. Your school motto, one of your school mottos, is we learn better together, and there is a floor here, but no ceiling. But now you have children who have to come face-to-face, -face and do come face-to-face, -face with anti-Semitism, and wonder, why, why are they mad at me? I'm just a little kid. Yeah. Why are they mad at me? Must be. Um, it's got to be horrific for, for, the, for the kids. Do, do you have police cars? Do you have police presence at your school? So I, I, I'm not going to get into the detail of what kind of security protocols okay. that we have. We do coordinate with the Ottawa police and we coordinate with the security apparatus at the Israeli embassy to ensure that our kids are kept safe. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, children should be sacrosanct. They shouldn't be facing uh, what they're facing. And I wonder, honestly, I wonder whether, I want to be careful what I say here, because there are program errors across the country, and there will be people with their kids in their vehicles or wherever they are. But children will have seen images and video of what happened on the 7th of October to other children. So it's a tough job. It's a really difficult job. Do, do any of your kids at school say, well, I saw this on television. I saw what, I saw what, what happened. Does that come up? Absolutely. Um, wow. And again, it's... Oh, my the, goodness. The challenge. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, oh, my goodness. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the challenge is, again, we try not to, because of the age and stage of the kids, we, we tend not to go into graphic detail. We do spend a lot of time sort of educating our children in terms of media literacy. Um, but sometimes they will come across something that's disturbing or graphic. And again, we have social workers on campus um, you know, to help them process feelings. Mm-hmm. And for the older kids, we sometimes have to have difficult conversations about what's going on in the world and how it came to be and, and what people are facing. But these are, you, you could tell by my answers that I, I don't have the best answers because I don't know if there are best answers. No, I'm sure there isn't a top 10 list of answers. I think each situation, yeah. each child needs um, a, a, a separate individual approach. Dr. Mitzmarker, thank you very much for taking the thank time and talking me. to us. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.